The following podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and the inevitable spread of the Delta variant across the globe. Sydney's lockdown has been extended as New South Wales reported another shocking day of new infections. Uh, so that is a very significant challenge. That makes today a bad day. We're still in a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Those are the words of President Joe Biden speaking as the tally of U.S. COVID deaths hit a five-month high. As Tokyo prepares for the start of the Paralympics next week, concern grows as the city is also seeing a surge of new COVID-19 infections that's overstretched. Overnight, New South Wales recorded 642 new cases with at least 41 infectious in the community and sadly, four more deaths. It is so hard to watch somebody in their last week of their life, last days of their life, know that it's at their decision. Earlier in the week, we talked about being at a tipping point. Uh, this is very, very serious very serious indeed. We will remain in lockdown until at least the end of September. Speaking as the tally of US COVID deaths hit a five month high. With one of the worst COVID-19 outbreaks in Asia on Friday, Thailand marked one million cases since the start of the pandemic. More than a thousand people died in a single day and the new wave is hitting the country disproportionately. If we have a weekend this weekend like last weekend, well, then next week, it will be like Sydney. Until April, the nation was able to minimize the spread of the virus. 97% of all COVID-19 cases have occurred in the last five months. Masks, which will now be mandatory outside unless you're exercising, and even if you're exercising, you must carry one with you. There are also a number of tougher restrictions coming into effect for the 12 council areas of concern. The 10 states with the most new cases are all in the South. In Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis has banned schools from mandated masks. We will be implementing curfews in those local government areas of concern from Monday from 9pm to 5am. You cannot leave your home. Vietnam has also successfully contained the virus until late April. But a surge of infections in recent weeks has forced officials to put the largest city, Ho Chi Minh, into lockdown for Monday. There's heightened concerns in Melbourne with the number of COVID cases increasing. Victoria recorded 55 new cases overnight. We've also heard this morning all exams and education except for the HSC will be forced online. Uh, we've also learnt this morning there are a number of changes coming into effect. Everybody has regret. It's hard. Every patient here, unvaccinated, sick, regrets it. Has indicated that next week we will learn a little bit more about what life looks like after we achieve six million doses. Hello and welcome to the ISOCast. My name is Patrick Cullen and I am your host. Welcome to another week of lockdown in Sydney. So I made that intro before this morning's 11am press conference and it's a great example of just how quickly things can move in the COVID world. Today, the 21st of August, 2021, we skipped the 700s and jumped straight into the 800s with 825 new cases of COVID-19 in the last 24 hours here in Sydney, in New South Wales. Our lockdown has been extended to the end of September. No alarms, no surprises, please. No 
Thanks, Radiohead. And our neighbours in Victoria have gone into lockdown from 1pm today. Sydney's cases are the highest number recorded by any Australian jurisdiction in the 24-hour period, and only 149 of them have been linked to known clusters. So, yeah. Shit. I thought, all of that being the case, that I might do something a little different today and let you in on my home life tucked away here in Stanmore. Today's guest on the pod is my girlfriend, Polly Fisher. Now, you've heard about Polly a lot if you've listened to this podcast so far, and I know I'm biased here, but she's really fucking amazing. Polly works in tech, teaching people how to use a very complicated piece of software, all while looking like Betty Page as your primary school art teacher. She's hilarious, weird, and brilliant, while being one of the most creative thinkers I've ever met. She lives with me by choice, and that's going to be worth something, right? Anyway, this is our chat from this afternoon. Rolling. Uh. <laughs> oh, she's cracking it. She's cracking a beer. There it is. Oh, listen to that. That's like Justin McElroy. <laughs> Wish that you got their juice. <laughs> when are you cracking there, bud? <laughs> hey, Polly. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty all right. We're pretending like we haven't talked all day. <laughs> We've done nothing but. Talk all day. Hey, yeah, listen. We were, we've been saying, oh, oh, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. We can't talk about no, that. We've got to hold that for the pod. We've got to hold it for the pod. We've got to save it for the pod. <laughs> it's actually ruined so many of our conversations. Today. I know. We were getting some really deep, really massive metaphorical stuff. And yeah. Had to just stop. Yeah. We were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Madonna, congratulations to you. First thing, first cab off the rank. We're putting it on the pod. We're putting it bloody in stone out there in the world. You ran 5Ks today. I did. This is my first 5Ks ever. Woo! <laughs> okay, you've got to insert some applause there. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put in raucous okay, celebrations great. under that. <sighs> I mean, really why, good. Why I'm... certain I mean, like, uh, things underneath when we could just make our own sound effects? <laughs> just, here. just, yeah, well, it was very ASMR of us. <laughs> Great. Yeah, great. Great. <laughs> um, well, I felt like I should achieve the 5K if I was going to do the recording as well. So oh, that really? was one of the reasons. No I way. To that. I was like, well, if you don't, if you don't succeed, then uh, how are you going to face <laughs> the world? How are you going to face the 15 people that listen to this podcast? I love those 15 people. They're beautiful 15 people, Polly. It's got to be bless said. Them. God, God bless every single one of I've them. I've seen the reviews. Yeah. We did get one review, huh? Yeah. That was really nice. Can you describe what it said? I could probably pull it up. But it's basically a person being like, it just sounds like you're going down to the pub and listen to Pat have a chat with a couple of people. Beautiful. Beautiful. What Beautiful. A, what Imagine being around that all the time. <laughs> How do you feel about being around that all the time? It's it's actually really good. Uh-huh. Um, but then also I, I found myself trying to prompt you to tell your best stories as well. I remember one time we went out for beers with somebody and I was like, oh, tell him, tell him that one. Tell him that one. I'm like, mm, mm. classic hits. Yeah, yeah. All the off. hits. Pulling uh. off all the hits. Pulling <laughs> off the big list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are you, how are you feeling today, my darling? After the 5K? Yeah. I feel really good. I feel really amazed that I was able to do 5Ks because I've never, I've never thought of myself as a runner or a jogger or anything like that. 
And uh, yeah, it's a huge like achievement for me. It's <laughs> a huge achievement for you, Polly. It's, it's not awesome. even that far, but I was like, holy shit. It's, you say, when people say it out loud, it doesn't sound that far. But when you're actually running it, it is fucking far. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's wild. Yeah, and we're on the Nike Run Club app. Oh, yeah, baby. That we're leaderboard is hot. It's hot to trot. Hey, <laughs> 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 Get used to hearing us do those sorts of things. Yeah, that's, um, that's what the next 40 minutes of your life is going to be, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, but there's a huge... On the leaderboard, people are doing things like 10Ks. Yeah. Our, our friend David Burroughs did 10Ks today. What a son of a bitch. Rick Sanchez, you son of a bitch. I did 8Ks the other day, which I was absolutely stoked about, and mm. I have injured my foot and my leg in the process, yeah. and now I am limping around the house in my moccasins like an absolute <laughs> nuge. Well, apparently we're in our 30s. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Apparently <laughs> we're in our 30s. That's what we've been led to believe. Yeah. And uh, since I recorded the intro to this podcast, so I've done this podcast in three stages today, um, as oh. you're aware. Yeah, it's been a three-stage process. I did the intro first in the morning yes. before the case numbers got announced. And then I did oh. that's, that was like, <laughs> I did the Kenny Loggins. Yes. And then I did the intro talking about your lovely self and like the case numbers today, like before lunch. Yeah. And now I've come back after lunch and there's been protests all through the city and protests in Brisbane and in Victoria and there's been thousands of people in the streets. It's quite an intense day to do a recording, to be honest. Yeah. And it's super smoky outside, so I'm hoping they're just doing burn-offs, but it's really hot and smoky, so it's feeling very 2019 at the same time. It's very ominous. And then we were out and about um, and... We saw quite a few police are out. Yeah, and lots of sirens crowds, today. Crowds, tons of sirens because we live near Parramatta Road. Mm. Um, and I went uh, as I went for my run, I saw just a huge backup of traffic and people getting pulled over. So, yeah. It's a bit boo earns. It's a bit. Is <laughs> <laughs> this the booing me? Nah, no, they're saying boo earns. Boo earns. Are you saying boo or boo-erns? I was saying boo-erns. I was saying boo-erns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a big time bit of boo-erns, Polly. I'm, I hate yeah. it. Um, I really wish they'd freaking stop. I, I don't understand it either. It's like sh- I'm surely somebody would have figured out by now that this is just going to extend the lockdown for everybody. A lockdown's been extended, by the way, until September, just in case we didn't cover that before. Mm, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, exactly. It's antithetical. Is that the wrong word? Oh, oh your mum might listen to this. As an English teacher, I want to impress her, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's a bit antithetical to what they're trying to achieve. But, yeah, uh, well, yeah, anyway. So, and it's such a weird combination of humans at yeah. those events as well. You've got wellness people and then well, you could probably talk more to this. No. The I far think right the in there. Fucking far right, man. Just walking side by side. So weird. So weird. So bizarre. Like, yeah, I think that I, I've probably ranted about it before, but if I haven't. You? <laughs> haven't a rant? Please. I would never. I would never, Polly. I don't know what you're talking about. I am renowned for my lack of ranting. I feel like I'm, again, I'm just setting you up at the pub to tell your best <laughs> stories. 
I'm going to do a Sam Cullen Taylor and turn it back onto you. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm going to turn it all the, way, all the way back. And this whole podcast ends up just being about Pat. <laughs> Watch I mean, out. hasn't it always been about me, Polly? But no, um, I yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think the the rise of the far right and how and like QAnon, man. Like you show you shared the post with me this week, which was like an advertisement for the rally today. Mm. And I like took a deep dive into that lady's fucking Facebook page, mm. and it was all hog wild QAnon shit. Mm. And it's like, man, we're in Australia, like. The FBI isn't a thing here. Donald Trump is no longer the president. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I know. I, I, I tried to, Yeah, I felt a bit sorry for sending that to you because it kind of ruined your day. <laughs> it kind of really, it really ruined your day. For me, I was like, look at this idiot. And that's all it meant to me. I was like, oh, I hope that doesn't happen. And that's about it to the extent that I went through that. And then you were like, oh, God, I got to take a deep dive. And I was like, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, I wish oh. I, I hadn't, in retrospect, taken a deep dive. But mm. I did take a deep dive, Polly. Mm. But, you know what that brings me to? That brings me to an early existential dread. Existential dread! Existential dread. Existential. Okay, alright, yes. Are you ready? Are you okay, excited? How do we... Are we going to do a sing-along? No, we don't need to. I've already put the theme song in. The theme song has already <laughs> happened, actually, by the time. Unless you wanted to. Did you want to do a little sing-along? Um, I... I I was going to say I, I need to know what it sounds like, but I don't think any of it's in tune anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so. How dare you? How dare you come on this podcast and just lambast my audio? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not. It's not in tune. I, it's I not agree. in tune. I, I, I how could, can I improve mm. upon perfection? Well, exactly. Perfectione. Oh, how can I <laughs> Existential dread works as this. On yes. a scale from one to ten, with mm-hmm. one being skipping through the daisies and ten being a foaming at the mouth, um, rolling around on the floor, uh, ball of existential terror. Um, where are you today, Polly? I'm I'm probably at a six, which is probably too low. Why are you at a six, my darling? Um I just went for a 5k run. I don't know if anybody knew. I've got an endorphin high. Have you got one of those? Um, uh, but I've been really enjoying being at home, staying in Sydney, and just getting on with my projects and things like that. So I really enjoy that, and I have been doing lots of socialising online. Mm. Um, I'd prefer to see people in person, but I'm really enjoying the slowing down of it. So just on a personal level, which is very selfish at the same time. (laughs) No, very. (laughs) I've been having my head in in the sand. As long as I don't go too, you know, too much of a deep dive into into, uh, everything, then I'm fine. But then there was, I mean, last week's news wasn't exactly great. Fuck Just read the headlines and was like, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Under no circumstances. I no, 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 no. No, so last week was probably worse. Yeah, I got to say that last week really did fucking kick kick me in the face. I think it was Tuesday last week. Yeah. My existential dread would have got up to about a nine, I reckon. Like, the Taliban taking Afghanistan... The World Climate Report, mm. and then the fucking the the numbers, the COVID numbers in Sydney jumping like six hundred and up to eight hundred and twenty today. Um, I mean, we just keep kicking goals, you know. Hey, we beat Melbourne. <laughs> we beat Melbourne. We've taken the record, wow. Polly. We've taken the gold for the most case numbers in mm. a day. Oh, thanks, Gladbags. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Gladbags. Although, or, okay, having so many cops out there stopping people today has mm. been really good. Yeah. I think, anyway. I agree. And normally I wouldn't be pro-cop, but this is, that's fine. That's great. It's been a, it's been a big turnaround, huh? For us being cop-wise, like, <laughs> you know, we spent so much of last year watching cops do violence to particularly unarmed black men mm. uh, and being like, this is so fucked, this needs to change. And it is so fucked and it does need to change. Mm. But also I am really happy to see 1,400 police out today stopping people from gathering in groups when we've got the fucking Delta variant tearing through the whole community. I don't know. It's complicated, I guess. Oh, um, yeah. We'll have to see what happens at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, on a just, I guess, on a personal note, that that's been really good. And it's lovely to live with you and Tom. Oh, we you have break- to say that. You're on the pod today. <laughs> I'd still appreciate it. Yeah. No. Um, so we did things like, well, we do things like breakfast club. So this morning, Tommy, after a huge night shift, made us, like, scrambled eggs. Mm. We sat in the garden. We ate it and we had lots of chat, which was really lovely. So... Yeah. Um, we did that for lunch too. We did that for lunch as well. Yeah. We went and got down to Schenken and got ourselves some delicious foods and brought them back home. And Were we bougie in a Westies? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get much more bougie in a Westie than I us, fella. I know. I think we got to, you got to find ways to, to spark, to Marie Kondo and spark joy mm-hmm. in your own life in lockdown, though. Hey, like yeah, you've got to find learn ways how to, to roll that. a sock properly or not roll them or oh, whatever she does. You've got to roll those socks. Uh, metaphorically. She did teach me how to fold a fitted sheet. I never knew before Marie, but she absolutely sorted me out. I don't know front. how to do that. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever seen you do that, Pat. Have you not? No. I can pull one out of a drawer right now. Oh, my God. That'd be really good for this visual medium. <laughs> Well, I'll then. be like, hot damn, he did it, folks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's amazing. He can follow me to shit. The uh, perfect man. Ooh. When you dream about your perfect man, what is he? Ooh, a ginger <laughs> man who can fold a sheet. Ooh. Um, I love a goober that's also in charge, a real Kirk. That's what I like. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were always, always talking about that. And I was talking about my love of Robin Williams earlier today. I was like, oh, yeah, those big hairy gams. <laughs> Wrap them around me. All those silly voices. I love him so much. Yeah, he is. Rest he is, in peace. He is very good. R.I.P. Hey, Pauly, what do you think's been really good for you to keep your existential dread in check? What sort of things have been working for you? Um, so I love to uh, get out on my iPad, use Procreate. I'm getting used to using that. Um, and I, I'm drawing lots of portraits of uh, women, which I'm really enjoying. And I watch Golden Girls as I do it. <laughs> so, um, what, how did you like? I've seen this occur. I've seen this roll out and happen. But but what led you to Golden Girls in the initial in the initial period? How did you get to? to I, it's got to be that theme tune. It's got to be that theme tune. <laughs> did you know the theme tune before you started watching the show? Um, I think I had heard it around, and I was like, oh, this is. Thank you for being a friend. You know, that's really good. And I think also in RuPaul's, they're constantly referring to Golden Girls. Ah. So, I mean, RuPaul is just a gateway drug to other media. That fucking tracks. 
probably, because you love some, some Drag Race. I do love Drag Race. There's been a bit too many seasons, so I'm not up to date on the All-Stars mm. or uh, Spain. So <laughs> Spain? Yeah, they looked amazing. Do they? Yeah, but I have, I'm not up to speed with that, and uh, I can't do it. I just, you know, I, I've, reached, I've reached the limit. I've reached the limit. Um, <laughs> reached the critical mass. I've reached balls. the critical mass. But I really love Golden Girls because they are awful to each other. They're real assholes. And I was really scandalized the first time I heard, like, um, the, the the eldest being like, you're a slut. And I'm like, oh, my God. She's in the 80s on the show. Yeah. Fasten your seatbelt, slut puppy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like deep in her eighties, like Sicilian nonna, just calling the woman whose home she is living in a slut. And I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> oh goodness my. gracious, goodness gracious. Yeah, they're just really like it's really horny, and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's super. It's a super horny show, but they're also I'm sure it. Um, passes the Bechdel test. Oh yeah, certainly it does. Absolutely, even though they've got Stan, that horrible. Oh my god, horrible you know ex-husband. <laughs> like weirdly progressive too. Yeah, they have lots of like queer characters and friends and family that come on the show, and yeah, so it's super progressive. Except they weren't progressive about artificial insemination huh. for some reason. Oh, what a like weird hill to die on. I know, and they also were trying to farm mink. <laughs> on, one, <laughs> on one episode they what? were yeah season two and i was like what and then they get a vet to come over and sort out their mink mink's not shagging problem and then uh of course blanche gets it off with the the v- handsome vet oh she's a good southern belle of her so much mink farming is such a strange plot point I don't get it, don't but get it's either. Florida though. It's Florida, Miami. I mean, anything's possible in Florida. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you sit there and think like the writers' room when they're sitting in there and coming around and pitch it with pitches, and somebody goes, "Okay, okay, <laughs> this week, yeah, <laughs> the ladies have got a mink farm. A mink farm, yeah, they got a mink farm. I mean, and those minks, <laughs> they're not doing any shagging. No shagging at all. No shagging at all. None at all. Uh, it's weirdly personal, very specific, and I don't think it was like. It, one of the writers is definitely doing it on the side. It was definitely a side hustle. Do you think? I think. Oh. Weird 90s side hustle to fucking have a mink farm. 80s. 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 Have a mink farm and be a script writer. That sounds like a real... I mean, that's a story Ooh. in itself, isn't Ooh. it? Really? Mink farmer by night. <laughs> the 90s version of the gig economy was to <laughs> Yeah, totally. And be a script writer for a successful show. Okay, I love that. I'd never heard of that before, though. So you can learn a lot. And wow. they all, all, yeah, and we don't have to talk about Golden Girls. <laughs> we don't have to go. We don't have to talk about it. But I just love these ladies are in a share house, essentially, in Miami in the 80s, just hashing it out. I love these ladies. Do you know, there's been like friendship in film and TV mm-hmm. has been a big theme of our lockdown experience. Do you agree? Do you want to talk about Ted Lasso? I would love to talk about Ted Lasso. Your decision to bench Jamie was a masterstroke. I don't think we're allowed to talk like that at work anymore. You got the fear of the other dog. For me, success is not about the wins and losses. It's about helping these young fellas be the best versions of themselves on and off the field. How did we come across Ted Lasso? Our friend Jackie Boy. Ah, sweet Jack. 
Shark, who's my artist friend. We were playing a one shot um, for a friend's birthday, mm. and he was channeling uh, Ted Lasso. He was pretending to be a Russian spider, which is nothing to do with the uh, the, <laughs> the Ted show Lasso, at all. Yeah. Ted Lasso, other than he was very. Like he was giving us positive affirmation. He was very enthusiastic. We were playing this one-shot RPG for our friend Seymour's birthday. We had this shout weird, out to Seymour. Shout out to Seymour if you're listening. Um, with this weird week where I ended up playing three games of three role-playing games in a week, which is which is pretty oh, hectic. Heaven for Pat. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Just really leaning into some <laughs> long-form role-play. Yeah. Uh, for me, but one of them was this game, The Witch is Dead, for Seymour's birthday, and it was a surprise birthday for them that their partner mm-hmm. James had put together. Shout out to James as well. It's like a one shot where the, the, the premise is that this witch has died and we mm. all, all of the people who are playing the game, pretend to be her familiars. And the job of the familiars is to like get out into the city, find the person who killed them, killed the witch, rip this the witch killer's eyes out yep. and bring them back to the witch and then it'll bring the witch back to life. Uh, and so Simple premise. <laughs> Simple, uncomplicated, normal. <laughs> normal premise for normal people. Yeah. Um, and Pat, you played a fox bard, essentially. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to play, I named him George in an attempt to sort of do George Clooney in Fantastic Mr. Fox and mm. really ended up just doing a, a New York guy, a smart, <laughs> uh, witty, chatty New York guy, doing New York stuff. Okay. The thing is that, like, your NPC characters also, like, in a, the, another D&D campaign that we're in you're like constantly doing new york <laughs> accents yeah, and i, I love it because and then also other people that were playing were like okay are we all from new york <laughs> yeah are we all are we all new yorkers now and we ended up like by the end of that game of the witch is dead um pretty much everybody was playing some form of new york uh so beautiful noir <laughs> It was so good aside <laughs> from boris the so- russian spider that was ops yeah, he was special ops. Special ops. And he was just very, very enthusiastic. And, and Jack, sweet shark, kept telling us to watch Ted Lasso. And it's important to give context here to say mm-hmm. that he's recommended a show to, to us before. And, and we haven't been that pumped about Vehemently. it. Vehemently. Is, uh, is that a word your mother would like? Yeah, another one, <laughs> oh, Polly. Two and two. Let's see if I can get a hat trick. Is that a cricket reference? <laughs> yeah, That one's for Pat Cullen. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, no. We were vehemently opposed to his previous recommendation. That was creepy, Jack. If you're listening, it was a really creepy recommendation. Well, someone, I don't remember what it was. Somebody will teach you. Um, Ron, someone will teach you. I'll put it in the edit notes. But we didn't. The worst. We didn't love it. So we were we were nervous heading into Ted Lasso, but we were we were so rewarded by the joy of that show. We Polly. both love coaches, and Pat is a total coach yeah. through and through, mm-hmm. professionally and outside. Yeah, yeah, he's he's my biggest coach, folks. <laughs> love it, love a goober leader, as I said, charismatic leader, but very silly. Um, what is Ted Lasso about, Polly? Do you want to describe it? Um, so Ted Lasso is about an American football coach, mm-hmm. uh, called Ted Lasso, which is just a ridiculous name. Um, so he gets, uh, taken over to the UK mm-hmm. to, to teach football. <laughs> to teach soccer. I don't to know, be- Pat. I feel like you can describe this a lot better. <laughs> to be a please, soccer teacher. Please tell us our stories. <laughs> Tell, tell us, tell them. Yeah, he's an American uh, football coach who gets some, for some re- bizarre reasons, gets put in charge of a Premier League football team. 
yep. soccer team in England when he knows nothing about soccer. And it's like a big mm-hmm. fish out of water story. But the thing that sort of gets him through and gets us off through as an audience is that he's incredibly optimistic. Like mind-blowingly, sensationally optimistic. And he has a beautiful friendship. With, with almost everybody. With almost everybody. Yes. And there's like no unlikable characters in the show. Jamie Tart, with the exception of Jamie Tart. Yeah, there's no... I've never watched a show where I enjoyed every single character and you just fall in love with them. And it's all about relationships. And friendship. And friendship. And it's so, so honestly like a warm bath, especially at, during these trying times. It's just <laughs> so nice. But, and I genuinely, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch a show about some football lads. Yeah. And I was so wrong. They're so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. One of them wakes up with a nightmare and he's got like, he wakes up and he's in the bed with two girls. And normally I'd be like, ugh. And then, but this one, I was like, oh, I'm this guy. Hello, coaches. Thank yes. you for the opportunity. You are a spirited fella, Danny. Just go on out there and get the striker spot for us, okay? Yes. Just like batting Guadalajara. You say it? I do it, coach. Danny Rojas, Danny Rojas. Yeah, he's the best. Football is life. He's such a joy. Yes. And like so many of the characters in it are like, really naive in some ways and really Mm -hmm. sweet but there's just like these beautiful human friendships it also has the best like timing yeah the timing is on point because the creator's from snl as well and last lockdown what were we watching him in he played oh end of the world oh what is it Uh, oh ad break are we gonna have to google it no we don't have to go to an ad break and google it i've got it i can it. It's Tandy. It was Tandy. the last man on earth. Last man on earth. Yes. And you played a, a a really like charming brother. He must play just charming characters all the time, mm. all the time. So last man on earth was a little too close for comfort. <laughs> yeah. I can't, you know, it, it was just. Can you describe it for the listeners? Yeah, last okay. man on earth was a pandemic that mm-hmm. killed everybody which was too close to home and this one guy had survived it and then of course he finds other people and it turns out there's a band of survivors and it's a comedy it's very very funny um and a lot of snl people were in it but a lot of the characters in that were quite unlikable or at least had they were difficult to love oh um, the, he's he's the lead is poisonous yeah he's, <laughs> he's, he's a he's a turd like he's a genuine turd, and yeah. he's a turd but you you do learn to love him he's absolutely ridiculous also from an snl so Mm. there you go um but yeah that that was amazing just just imagine being which which city was he in he was in like phoenix arizona yeah something like that and he had to invent ways of um entertaining himself like he what did he do he He stacked up 30 um fish tanks one on top of the other yeah and then reversed a ute full of bowling balls and stopped the ute and all the bowling balls came out it's and he he's so destructive that's a recurring thing like he just wants to stack shit up and then knock it down which i mean i'm all for it and he's like stealing artworks from around the world he's shitting in his pool Life is good. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, he meets somebody, mm. another survivor, and they sort of had to learn to live together, and that's yes. kind of great. Yes. 
That's Kristen Schaal. Um, Kristen Schaal is a horse. Kristen Schaal is a horse. I'm so excited to be yes. here tonight. I don't, Kristen and I don't think we've been this excited since we actually hosted that show in the 70s. No, no, yeah. I don't think so either. It was called Uncle Ben's Farmyard Courthouse. Uh, it explained the American judicial system to children ages three to eight using a courthouse made completely of animals. Yeah, none of the animals could talk. Okay. Yeah, we want to revive it. So we're going to do a sketch from it tonight. And if you like what you see, write the BBC. All right. Okay? There we go. Are you, Are you ready? ready? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> one, two, one, two, three. Oh, Kristen Charles is a horse. Kristen Charles is a horse. Well, look at her dance like a look at her go like a look at her dance like a horse. Oh, Kristen Charles is a horse. Yes, the reason that clip is so funny is because of, it goes for too long. And yeah. it's this whole thing where it stops being funny and then you're like, is this, is this going to keep going? And then it's it awkward and then it's funny again. That's the whole point of that clip. So I don't think, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Not I'll, the whole thing. I'll put a sound bite and there's a link in the description, folks, to go and watch Kirsten Charles the Horse and just strap Strip. Look at her dance. <laughs> look at her dance. Look at her dance. Look at her dance. Like a horse. Um, Polly, I wanted to talk to you about your art. Oh, uh, uh, okay, yep. Because this, there's the art's been such a big thing for you, mm -hmm. um, and you've been drawn for years on paper, right? And then you've come across to digitale. digitale. I was wondering to, if, you'd, if you'd speak about that transition. <laughs> well, I'm. Uh, an Instagram fiend and you I are. was seeing yes I'm I'm heavily addicted and I've been seeing so many amazing artists online um, drawing digitally so uh, we went and I got an iPad and as I said I've just installed procreate and I'm finding it so like quite simple and chill to to use mm. um, is it like you can draw with is that's the one we can draw with like a pen on the iPad yeah and it's my I think personally it's more uh, it's just really simple compared to things like Photoshop and Illustrator, which I had used in the past. But it's just really intuitive to draw on the iPad and you can curl up in bed, watch your golden girls. Oh, put a, have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. And it's, yeah, I've been finding that really good at the moment. Um, what else have we been doing aside from watching TV, really? Honestly, this whole pod's been about TV. But we watched um, We Are Lady Parts, which is yes. amazing. Really also, really Pat, please take the reins. <laughs> Tell the folks why they need to watch We Are Lady Parts. We Are Lady Parts is rad because it's um, four Muslim ladies in London who form a punk band. Mm -hmm. And they're all from very different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. They all have very different views on the world. Um, we Are Lady Parts. Here's a little something we thought you might like. That is me, 26. Capricorn, finishing a PhD in microbiology. And this is Lady Parts, a confused mix of hash anthems and sour girl power. Our song is thin. We need something more. We need lead guitarist. They need a we don't fifth need a wanky, lead guitarist. guitarist. Yeah. And they find, like, the, the, the lady who's the lead actor in it is the cutest, most... The biggest eyes in the biz. Yeah, Those huge jellies. <laughs> Those jellies, holy dooly. There's some big jellies. Those expressive jellies. Um, it, yeah. It's just, uh, again, I wanted I wanted to watch a show where it was all women. Mm. Oh, my God, we're going to have to talk about glow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it's <laughs> all just TV. But anyway, I'm drawing a, a series um, of, at the moment, of uh, all of those actors. Um, so just to challenge myself. And then I'll put them all together at the end. It's really nice. One of them um, 
like reposted. Yeah. It was very cute. And I was like, oh my god, they saw it. Yeah. And the lead um the lead actor in it, the handsome, handsome lead oh, actor, yeah. uh, he also liked it. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and then I also tagged there's some puppets in it, and I bloody love puppets. It's weird. <laughs> I love a puppet, um, but yeah, there was some. There's a really surreal moment in it with um, these puppets that are like sleeves, mm. and they're singing alongside um, the lead character. And I drew that, and the uh, the puppeteers liked it as well. So that was really cute. Anyway, yeah, that was such a confluence of things Polly likes, like a show yeah. all about women, yes, um, and then puppets on top. And yeah. like punk music, because you're a big punk head. People punk head. might know, know this about Polly, but you know. Um, I'm really cool. There's <laughs> a reason he dates me, folks. You know? You are I, really cool. You know, True. I say that. I dress like a child, but <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love sparkles and stripes and weird shit. Anyway, yeah. overalls. You gotta have sparkles and stripes and overalls, probably. A little Dennis the Menace vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just got a slingshot in my back pocket. Oh, what menace can you call? Ooh, you know what? I would have little tiny disco balls. (laughs) That's what I'd be shooting at people. And when they hit, they just explode into glitter, little glitter bombs. Oh, yep. That'd be really cool. That's that's actually. That's a show we could write. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> um, yeah, great, Polly. I, I really enjoyed all of those shows too. Um, and it's been really nice to be able to watch them with you. It's also been great to have like our own separate shows. Like I know that you've really been enjoying Golden Girls on your little self. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching the um, the bridge, mm-hmm. which is this. I was like, I don't want to watch a show about a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely what if I not. told you it wasn't about a bridge, it was about a murder? Dun, dun, dun. Um, I'm not is there a bridge or not? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. The conceit of the show is episode one starts with mm-hmm. a body being found on the bridge with half of its body, the top half being in Sweden and the bottom half being in Denmark. Mm. And then guess what? How international. What? Polly. What? The body is actually split in half. It's two bodies. <gasps> yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it also a babushka doll of other bodies inside, <laughs> like a turducken? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's no? a very different show, but okay. I like it. Okay. <laughs> a piñata of flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that'll be my show, piñata of flesh. Piñata of flesh is so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. But um, I'm sure one of the Saw creators is thinking about doing that right now. TM, TM, TM. TM, 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 TM. My darling, we're getting, we're getting sort of close to our half hour here. And we've only talked about TV. I wonder if you had any other recommendations that you wanted to sling to the people that were on the top of your brain. I wanted to sling some artist recommendations. Oh, yeah. So my favorite. I think my favorite artist is a, a Chinese American artist. Um, their handle on Instagram is Squidlicker. Oh yeah. Long, I believe they're Lauren Young Smith or Lauren YS, um, and their artwork is uh, it's got Chinese influences. It's highly psychedelic. It's very strange sexual <laughs> imagery um but they're like they're the hardest working artist i think i've 
I've ever known. I don't know. Mm. Well, I don't know them. I've ever seen. You feel like you know them, though, Polly. I feel like I know them. I wish I knew them. Um, But, uh, yeah, they do huge murals, and they had this huge exhibition over in, I think, L.A. recently. Yeah. Um, And they just did really intricate paintings. And, yeah, I just think Squidlicker is fucking amazing. Um, The art's incredible, actually. You love... Like weird uh, scenes of um, orgies with aliens and things like that, then hit them up and you hit them up. Hit them up. Um, <laughs> they do like a lot of the artwork for Hiatus Coyote. So if you like that kind of vibe, that's mm. probably really what you would like. I've purchased much of their art. Like, as in, like, I've got a bomber jacket that's got a a blue one boobed lady on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like a psychedelic tiger t shirt. Um, oh, yeah, also, you love that psychedelic tiger t shirt. Yeah. Um, and a big artwork that I have to frame uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, I think we might do a sort that out post COVID. I but know. That looks, yeah. That's an incredible thing, that thing. We should really do that. Amazing. And I also wanted to uh, recommend Oni O'Leary, who's an oh, a, yeah. is a Sydney based artist. Um, and she's a tattoo artist as well. And again, she does. <laughs> She's done an orgy scene as well, Um, but um, she is an amazing, uh, like, her figures are absolutely bloody amazing and she just, like, knocks them out so quickly. And I really wish that I could draw just like her. She doesn't do it even with references. She just does it off the top of a noodle, as Pat would say. wow. Um, and her color palettes are insane, but, um, yeah. And she's super fucking horny. It's like this outrageously sexy, beautiful art is what she does. Yeah, absolutely. And like, she's not into that. I can't help you. No, no, we're not into it. We're not into that. I mean, shut the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, she's just, yeah, she's just bloody amazing. Um, and again, does really, is really open to strange ideas from, um, like her fans. So she'll just knock up these pieces that are huge, um, like huge tattoos and stuff. But anyway, just definitely check out Oni O'Leary. She's also, um, friends of friends and everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mitch and Alexis know, know her. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So she drew, um, my friend, uh, Alexis while she was pregnant as well did she really yeah they did a they did a few little sketches and it was really nice man like mitch and alexis i'm not sure they're listening to this pod but they 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 just had a baby but they are arguably the coolest people we know mm-hmm. they seem to just like have got their their fingers in so many cool pies um <laughs> my love any other recommendations of artists that people should look at because you are like polly you are incredible at internet it's one of the things that's always like, since we first started dating, I was like, wow, <laughs> this woman is amazing at internet. She spends too much time there. <laughs> um, she's, uh, I'm trying to find, there's this There's this artist, I'll put them in the pod as well. Okay. Um, they are called, um, it, their name or their handle means donut in Greek. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. But, like, um, she does amazing watercolors um, and portraits. And she does a lot of, like, queer couples and things like that. And her colour palette is outrageous. And she's only in her early 20s. Really? She's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, f- we'll, we'll link it. It's. Put it in the description. It's legit amazing. I can, I've only recommended horny art. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I'm like, I'm into things that are not horny art related. <laughs> 
I am wearing Oni O'Leary t-shirt right now as we speak that has some naked women on the sleeves. But, you know, whatever. I mean, you've got on... I, I, I was thinking this before. Um, my mum sent me a... Um, shout out to Susie Cullen. Um, my mum sent me a, a new hoodie this week. Uh, yeah, you know the one. I know uh, the one. It's grey. I've worn it nearly every day of this week. You look like bloody Rocky in it. I mate. feel like Rocky in it too. I feel like I'm grey really like hoodie. Run up the stairs and bloody punch bloody the air, yeah. bloody get in the bat bum. Left, bam, right, right, left, 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 right. Um, uh, uh, Angela. Um, uh, that was my Rocky impression. It was very bad. Anyway, not the point. Point of my story is that you've got to wear stuff when you're in lockdown that makes you feel good. Oh. They make you feel good. You know. You know, you gotta, you gotta Marie Kondo just fold up those hard pants, yeah. put them away, get out a soft pant. Ooh, yeah. Some pre J's. Some pre J's. Pre J's. All of our friends have been talking. Okay, what's a pre J, Polly? It's a pre bed, oh. Luke. Oh, but wow. I wear it all day. So they love wearing a nice, some really comfy tights. Oh yeah. Very good. All of our friends have um, talked about getting some trackies. Yeah. Some very good. Um, Tell Benjamin has amazing filler red oh, trackies. Exceptional. How's he pull it off? I don't know. How's he do it? I think there's a lot of self confidence there. Oh, um, Dave has a lilac two piece um, tracksuit, which looks fucking right. Lilac rad. two piece sounds like a band. <laughs> that could be our band. Oh, um, that that's could be really cute. good. Um, Violet has a has a bright red two piece. I think there's a possibly a way here that we could get all the colours of the rainbow and be able to line up as friends. Oh, post lockdown, how like good would that rain- be? Like rainbow bright, but like like rainbow bright, but like street. But, but <laughs> really each of cool. us is a different colour. <laughs> yeah. Why are you saying that rainbow bright isn't cool? Come on. Uh, I would never say that, Polly. I I know who I live with. I okay. wouldn't I wouldn't risk that. Um, my darling, that brings us to pretty much end of the pod here. Um, anything, any final thoughts you want to leave the people with, leave the humans with before we let them go off into the ether and find something else to do with their day and listen to you and me talk about TV? I honestly cannot believe we spent this whole time talking about TV. Honestly, like no wonder I'm at a six because I'm just (laughs) ignoring the world. I'm just trying to like put my head down, ignore the world, get my head into a screen, you know, watch something very light where some old ladies call each other sluts. So... (laughs) That's Polly's Heartwarming. lockdown survival guide, folks. Yeah, um, definitely. Do you have any advice for the humans out there? Um, so my advice would be when things come out of lockdown is uh, do something fun like Krav Maga, which I was going to talk about. But oh. I think doing some self-defense classes like yeah. Krav Maga would be amazing. Shout out to... Are you me. missing doing Krav? Just real quick. I'm... Yeah, I am missing doing craft. I'm missing seeing all of my friends because um, I, I train with my friend Shauna um, and we were doing that like two or three times a week and I got my green belt and yeah, sadly had to go into lockdown. But yeah. it's really the people at the gym that keep me coming back and all the delightful trainers and things like that. I was hoping, to, I was like, I'm going to talk about Krav on this <laughs> and it didn't happen and this will probably get cut out, but that's okay. I'm not cutting this. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah. But your advice for people in lockdown at the moment, trying to hold themselves together, what would you th- what would you thought? Think be? about craft. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry, guys. <laughs> Good point, well made. Very subtle, Pat. Yeah, no, Polly, that's um, it. I would uh, say, look at it. I think, like, um, doing something, if you can, with your hands or physically, mm. um, and then doing something that is a bit of output or creativity or something like that. I think going running... Whilst I'm not, I'm like, it's a controlled stagger. Mm. It's not, it's still something that is measurable that gets me outdoors and so like, and get some endorphins going. And I feel like I'm, there's some output there and tomorrow or something, we might do some gardening or something along those lines. Drawing also is something that is measurable as well. Like I can feel myself getting better at figure drawing and things like that. And I'm still a little wee baby. But yeah, it's nice to have things where you can you can do them incrementally and get a little bit better. Mm. You know who taught me that? Who? Pat Cullen. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Polly, you're the best, my darling. Thanks so much. Let's go and drink beers and sit on the couch. Oh. Maybe oh, watch some prob- Ted Lasso. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Polly. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Polly Fisher for joining us on the show. Sure, she didn't have any choice, but wasn't it bloody lovely to hang out, folks? You can see why I love living and being with this lady. What a dreamboat. I'm not only saying that because she's in the room, but I truly believe it. Anyway, um, all right, Polly, put the gun down. No, no, <laughs> stupid. Let's do some credits, shall we? Uh, our intro music today was Highway to the Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins off the Top Gun soundtrack 1999 Sony Music. News clips today were from Channel 9, Channel 7, Al Jazeera News English and DW World News, all from today the 21st of August. All our other music included things like No Surprises by Radiohead off OK Computer, EMI Records 1999. We had a little bit of Rick and Morty, which is Adult Swim 2021. The Simpsons with Boo Earns from Fox 1989. RuPaul's Drag Race is Logo TV 2021. The Golden Girls, NBC in 1985, Ted Lasso, Apple TV 2021, Kirsten Schell is a horse from the BBC, please YouTube it folks, I've put a link in the description if you'd like to check it out. We Are Lady Parts is Peacock 2021 and Eye of the Tiger is off their ultimate hits 2004 BMG. Polly's art recommendations are at Squidlicker, at Oni O'Leary Tattoo and at Lokomu. That's L-O-U-K-O-U-M-H. Check them out on the gram. You can find Polly's art at Polly Does Drawing on Instagram. You should really go and do that. Our backing track today is Modern Jazz Samba by Kevin McLeod off Groovy 2016. Kevin makes music at Incompetech.com. It's all royalty free and it's bloody fantastic. So go and check it out. All of our clips and music is used in conjunction with our APRA AMCOS online mini license. You can see our website for more details. The Isocast is created, presented, edited, and produced by me, Patrick Cullen, at Gingersnap Productions. You can get in touch at gingersnapsydney at gmail.com. If you can, please like, rate, subscribe to this podcast, tell a mate, um, pull your app out, hit the five-star button, hit submit, really helps us out. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, be kind to each other, wash your hands, don't touch your face, wear your mask, and get vaccinated!